0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Win-Win Effect Win podcast. I'm sitting here with my main man, Wes Bays. What's up?
1: How's it going, guys, man? Today's going to be an exciting episode. I'm like really, really excited for what we're about to talk mm-hmm. about, Mr. Anthony Trucks. Uh, Chris, why do we want to have Anthony on?
0: This guy is just very inspirational. Asked me on to be on his show, podcast show, All Shift Prior football player, had a bad injury, played for Oregon, went to the NFL, had to make a a shift in his own life, to be honest with you. I think those are the ones that make a huge impact in the marketplace because they're talking about their self. They're talking about their purpose, their story. This guy's not just a really good motivational speaker. I think he's one of the best in the game. He transferred energy just effortlessly to the right people to make an impact. He's 100% authentic, a genuine dude, the same guy you see on camera, the same dude you see in his living room with his kids.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, the authenticity. I mean, that's a huge right. piece of it, the way that his energy just flows. And really that shift, everything that he talks about when it comes to making that shift in your life, because it's not just in your business. It's just about who you are in your life in general and getting to that pinnacle level. So there's just so much to learn from this episode. And I'm excited for, you know, really dive in with this
0: one. Just to let everyone else know, have you ever taught to someone and you didn't really feel that you would have such a huge impact in You didn't want to leave the conversation. That's exactly how I felt when I talked to Anthony for the first time. Then we asked him to come on our show, do an interview. I was very honored to go and be a guest on his show. His podcast will be coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, let's just bring it on, man. This guy's going to blow this up. You're in store for a good one. Before I bring on today's
1: guest, if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss the fire content we're bringing you every week. If you're listening from your favorite podcast platform, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review letting us know how you're enjoying the show. And as always, follow us on Instagram at The Win-Win Effect to stay updated on upcoming shows and get exclusive behind-the-scenes footage. And lastly, fill out the feedback form and letting us know how you enjoyed our guest today and which guests you would like to see in the future. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. everyone, join me in welcoming Anthony Trucks to the show. Anthony, welcome.
2: Thank you, man. Appreciate you having
0: me. Not always. I mean, I'm so excited for this episode. I know that the listeners, right, you know, get a lot of value from some of the things that with the identity gaps and there's the coaching and the relationships and the fitness. It's not, you know, you being an ex-football player and over, overcoming so much adversity, getting to the NFL, going through an injury, overcoming that, and then making going a transition into attacking the marketplace and attacking, speaking on stage, being a motivational speaker. Mm. I, first and foremost, I'm, when I reached out to you cold Turkey, I saw a video on Instagram and I was like, man, this guy, who is this guy? You were speaking. I think the post was about like the, was it about being a fraud and not following through. Do you remember that? Oh
2: yeah. Follow through fraud. Yeah. Right.
0: I pay attention to social media. First thing, like after going through my whole routine, getting Mm -hmm. through that. That's where I'm most equipped over, I guess you would say overcome and getting through social media, all the negativity. So when I saw that post, I was like, man, it's like, I don't know who this guy is, but we got looked more into it. I just reached out to you. Appreciate the conversation um, that we had for that one night. I think it was about an hour. It was like, man, how do we help each other? So going on a podcast, going on yours, I'm really excited about it. And I hope the listeners are going to get a lot of value. But just to kind of kick this off, where do you think the listeners will get more of an impact in understanding your story and knowing more about you.
2: Man. Uh, <laughs> the thing is crazy. Is there's a whole lot of weird little nuggets in my story. So we could expand on a whole bunch. I think right now will be a good, it's just uh, it's probably transition. That's one of the good things. Uh, right. Well, not a good thing. One of the hard things that I'm good at uh, most of the time people struggle because we always have proactive and reactive transition, right? I choose to go towards something which you're prepared for. And even, even when you think you're prepared, you're not really prepared. You get in, you're like, well, what am I doing? Right. And mm-hmm. then the flip side, it's like all of a sudden this is thrust upon me. I'm not prepared for this. How do I handle it? And those are a lot of the ones that make the, the biggest change in our life. Because if we handle them poorly, it's a lot of ongoing like remnants of those situations. So mm-hmm. if anybody's thinking like maybe I want to change a career, change a job, um, I want to change a relationship or whatever it might be, it's how do I navigate transition? And uh, right. also, How do I, whether it's proactive or reactive, like how do I do these things if I choose to and how do I do them if it's being thrust upon me?
0: What do you think the most pervasive issue is when you're going with that transition and making that switch?
2: You know what it is? It's it's not who you are at first. Right? So there's this thing going on and it's like, I'm not, I want that, but that's not who I am. That's what we talked. You mentioned earlier, the identity gaps. There's a Mm -hmm. person I am and how I think, how I react, how I operate, like an autopilot. And identity is kind of my thing. It's where I spend time. And there's actually this aspect in the brain called the default mode network, your DMN. And it comes on when you're not consciously thinking about something. But if you think about it, who you are, when you're just kind of in flow, like the way you act and react and just kind of automatic, that's your identity. Like that's who you are. Mm -hmm. Like if if somebody types in a face and it's fight or flight, like that's who you are. Like you slap somebody or you run, "Ah, run (laughs) it's naturally who you are. So the idea is like when when your identity is rooted in this other aspect of like I'm the person that gets up and I operate, I, I think this way, I react this way, I get things done. That's the person that has a life you want. And mm-hmm. so what I look at is when you're trying to be this person, you you rarely ever succeed. But when you are this person, because you've done right. the things that create this, now you win. And so for me, the biggest thing is like you get into the first part of transition, it's like that's not who I am to do then. I don't, I don't, are they going to judge me? How am I going to look? And like, how do I handle this? And so you start, you start looking at this outside and you are like, that's not who I am. And you fall short. So you mm-hmm. don't do the work. You don't succeed. You don't stay in, or you find reasons to procrastinate or to avoid. Cause it's too hard. Right. Right. And so that's majority of people's problems is they, even if they say the like, thing about fitness, I want to lose some weight. <laughs> and you get in there, you're like, I don't get yeah. up at six in the morning. I don't eat broccoli. Like, okay, then you're not going to have that body that you're talking about. Right, exactly. You start out with this, this perspective of I'm going to be the person who one day is sharing my butt cheeks on my yoga pants. Like when, you know, that's going to be you someday. Mm-hmm. But if Susan doesn't want to, you know, do that, then Susan's going to cut it short when she all of a sudden is hungry.
0: It's repetition and making a decision. Like I, it's a must for me. Um, I mm-hmm. lost, you know, probably over 35 pounds in the last year because i tore my acl and had a bad experience you know and it took me a while to kind of get myself back engaged and getting myself out there or being working from home you know of course making yeah. things a little easier ordering in mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just bad habits still those bad yeah. habits you know started you putting on weight but it's not <laughs> rocket science when it's you stupid. have to you know understand you know okay i need to lose weight well make a decision and then move yeah. it's really easy eat less eat healthy, and then yeah. sweat.
2: You know what no. it is, is, it's a statement that I, I say, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo of this, I don't know, but it's what you create, creates you.
0: Oh, beautiful. It's the, I it's love the root
2: that. Because creation, it's a process. People think it's like, oh, I made this sandwich. No, 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 like, creation would have been like, did you go and like plant the seeds and then harvest the bread and then turn, you know, like, and then bake it, mm-hmm. and then you get the cheese, and like, it's the creation that's just difficult. And once you think about even like, you know, the, the David, you know, like the chiseling of like the David statue, that's a creation, but man, how much yes. time did it take? The creation process is just hard. A lot of the time you don't want to be doing it, but once it's created, what you've created in the process created you. So that's why it is hundred percent. What you said, it's like, just stay the course because a lot of people don't understand why they're staying the course. They think it's like, I need this. Why? I got to have this anchor. I can do it for my mom or for my kids, which is cool. Like, that's going to be a reason you, you have an as a motivation for the morning, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. But that motivation dies after a while. That's so why a lot of people are like, I'm doing it for my kids. But damn, that, that's a nice iPhone. We'll go ahead and get that. we we'll get their college yeah. tuition, you know? Yeah. And it happens because they're not in the process of like, the real goal for me is like, I like doing the hard things. Because Absolutely. I know that I'm creating. Like, I know I'm in this groove and this process of transition. And it turns later on into me waking up one day saying like, ah, it's who I am.
0: You gotta be relentless. I mean, you gotta be be willing to never stop. I mean, if you're say to yourself inside your own head that you have a quitting mind, it's not gonna really work out for you. That's why doing mm-hmm. some you know small little changes and then creating that momentum that'll sustain the type of motivation that you need and drawing on that motivation. Character yeah. supersedes talent every single day. Yeah. Like every single day, you have to mm-hmm. be willing to have no retreat, no surrender inside of you. I mean. Yeah. Weston, how much do you see that when it comes to you know, the businesses that we consult with?
1: Well, it's, it's absolutely critical. I mean, character is everything, right? And if, if you're not the person that can achieve that, if you're not the person that has uh, the will to actually do what's necessary to get to, to where you're looking to go, you're not, you're not ever going to get there. Right? I always tell people, you know, people tell me they want to be millionaires. Well, if you want to be a millionaire, you have to become the person who can make a million dollars. So you're not just trying to chase and make a million dollars, right? So mm-hmm. um, Anthony, with you, and I know that you work with a lot of your clients on this, what is that first step? Like when you're looking to transition into helping them, you know, start to adopt that type of mentality or become that person, mm-hmm. what's the first part of that that you start to look to work with them on?
2: Yeah, so I have a total shift method. There's three stages, see, shift, sustain. The first part you're asking is the one that's the hardest. It's everybody likes to do the work. Well, they, they they like to start doing the work, right? They, I'm gonna get in. I want to read this, do this, exercise. I want to train. I want to, I want to do everything that I saw that guy in social media doing. And start doing stuff, and they get to the point where uh, they they climb this ladder against a building and get to the top and realize like, oh, it's leaning against the wrong building. Like that's right. not what I needed to do. The problem we run into the first step typically, it's that seeing, and and to see is very hard for a lot of people. Because then what happens is I attack their ego. I'm like, well, you, I work really hard. Let me take a look. No, no, you don't. Yeah, dude, look at the, uh, No, no, I'm telling you, <laughs> the, the dream that you have up here, based on the work you're putting in, and telling me my, it's the hardest I can do. There's this big separation. If you can't climb this this ladder up here, climb this hill, you're never gonna have this. But so never. I, I need you to, yeah, I need you to not tell me I've I've got no no extra time. Uh, I got this this and this, I'm like, you give me a. T- I've had clients. I'm like, you give me a ton of excuses as to why you can't do it. Let's start thinking of reasons why you can. And Mm -hmm. so we start figuring out, well, can I do this? Yeah, okay, what if I, but I don't, so like that's usually the hard part is me going in and having to show them the reason they don't have it already. And people will protect that because nobody wants to feel bad. I don't want to feel less than. And it's it's interesting because like, you know, if you don't feel that, then you are not giving yourself permission to get better. You're making excuses. My ten-year-old does this every time I talk to him. My wife and I had last night. We're like, <laughs> he, he he wants to make you know eighteen dollars to buy something on YouTube. So he's like, Mom, can I massage your feet and all this stuff? So my wife's like, All right, you gotta do a good job, though. She's so massaging her feet, and like he can He's got ADD. He's he's massaging her feet, and in the air. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> so, so, my wife's like, You're not doing a good job. Well, yeah, I am. she's like, You're watching the TV. No, I was doing it. Like, starts going off and rattling off excuses. I had to stop him. I was like, Look. Your mom just told you you're not doing a good job. Stop trying to convince us that we're crazy and that right. you are. Stop convincing me of whatever you're trying to believe because we're just, I'm telling you, accept that. And so for a lot of people, they won't accept what's right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Like their wife's like, hey, honey, like you're not loving me. Yeah, I, am. I love you the way you're supposed to be loved. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're not. They don't feel it's it. it. It's, it's not anything. about
0: it's not about what you say or what you do. It's how. It's yeah. what they feel.
2: What they feel. So hear that, accept that, see that. Now it's like, all right, that sucks to hear. That's Mm -hmm. difficult, but okay, now I get what I got to do. Let me now give myself permission to work on these things that are difficult. So it's a lot of people's ego that shows up in in the the wrong way, we'll call it, because there's a positive ego, but the the wrong way it shows up, that stops them from giving themselves permission to improve.
0: For the most part in your life, and and we keep this, what you're talking about right now, because it's so important for people to understand, but it's very, then again, it's simple. It's not that, you know, it's, it's not that you have to overcome it. It's, you have to do it inside your own soul and mm-hmm. do it inside. It starts with your brain then you have to push and go out and to motivate. Right. And yeah. then going that, that creates new character for yourself mm-hmm. to find you for the most part with the businesses that you consult with and you, the people that you help and serve. And that's one of the biggest things that I felt like that was a huge synergy between both of us, the energy, because I mm-hmm. think our purpose is completely aligned and why we do what we do yeah. because it's, it's not work for us. Was it the same type of feeling when you were in football and sports?
2: Uh, I think it's a little different because sports has a different level of fun. It's an immediate yes. feedback loop. You know, like
1: mm-hmm.
2: you go out and you run and you tackle somebody and the people cheer right now. Like, oh, look what I did! Nowadays, yeah. like I built a little funnel and there's nobody, there's no crowd, there's no nobody cares <laughs> if I made that landing page and it did well. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. a different kind of buzz. However. Uh, in football, when I made this change, it was like, for them, it was short-lived, you know? Like, for me, it was like, I feel great for them, it was short-lived. Clap, okay, I go home. Whereas now, like, I get to see them have definitive life changes. Like, I now can, can tell my wife she can quit working. Or, you know, I'm able right. to, to make enough money to buy my house. Like, these things that, that shift the perspective of what they can do with their time and their money now. So it's like, I may not have the crowd over here cheering that I made this funnel, but then when I make that funnel, make a life change for somebody, mm-hmm. now everybody wins. So it's, and, it, and that is the groove I slide into. That's those, those feelings. I can't tangibly put into words of like, this is exactly what it's going to feel like. Yeah. It's that thing where like I get up and I have this, like this, we're doing this. I have no idea what this is going to turn into. I have, no, I just love doing this, right? It's just right. Being, having conversation, but somebody's going to hear this, that I'll never know hurt it and mm-hmm. it'll help them. It'll change your life in some way. even if it's just planting that seed that gets watered by somebody five years from now. That
0: was the biggest thing to me to impact in our conversation and not to get into personal stuff, but when you shared that with me, I never thought about it in that type of way of letting somebody else water it. Why is that important to let somebody let another source water that seed?
2: Yeah, I say that a lot. I think it has to do with me. Like when I was a kid, I grew up in foster care, a lot of craziness. Mm -hmm. And, and so there's nobody ever watering my seed. I was just kind of like this little kid running around, getting in trouble. And my mom, she planted the seed that there was possibly more in line for my life than what I saw. My adoptive mom. And so over the years, a lot of different people watered the seed, but a lot of people I wouldn't let water the seed. We'll call it. Yeah. So what I mean by Trust. that is, like sometimes, yeah, sometimes people are too close to you. Um, I mean, the, the worst person to try and help, is like you, the person that knows you, because they're just like, nah, you're just aunt, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. You don't understand. And so what I find is people are always trying to get their these people to do stuff, even my own kids. Like, oh, you got to do this, and you got to do this, and you should do this. And they're like, nah, I don't want to. So what I realized in life was sometimes our job is, is not to plant the seed and water, not to say you should do this and now I'm going to force you to do this and make you do it. Because now it's, it's your idea pushed into their head mm-hmm. and no one wants to be forced to do anything, nobody. Yeah. So sometimes what you have to do is like give some feedback, give some insight and then now the seed's planted and somebody else needs to water it. So for example, like there's things like I'm a guy that like my kid, I played sports. Like I, I trained athletes for like a decade. Like this is my world. My yeah. own kids struggle to like really like let me dig in and work with them. But what I found is if I can plant a seed of like, hey, look what I accomplished. Look what I did. You mm-hmm. can do that too. Hey, watch TV. And then put them around coaches that are better in that sport than me, or put them around people that they'll listen to that are great, you know, um, other coaches. Then what happens is, those coaches plant the seed or I plant the seed. They, those coaches water the seed mm-hmm. and they show up. The, and then now it's my kid's idea because they're the one going to the workout. They're the one getting the, the exercise and they're training and they're practicing. And now I planted the seed and they had found other places to water it. Now it can grow and take root. And now because it was their idea, because mm-hmm. they're the ones that chose to water it, now they will protect that because people protect what they create. So if right. I created this guy, if I'm the one that showed up and did the work and I caught the footballs every day and I ran the routes and lifted the weights, like, yeah, when I was a kid, somebody planted the football seed in me, but I watered it and coaches water it. Therefore, I right. who I am, right? That's what people need to grasp. Like when it's your kids, or your colleagues, or your spouse, like plant the seed. Sometimes it's another person's job to water it.
0: Right. I mean, that self-persuasion is the highest form of you know, when you're getting to that type of motivating factors. There's a lot of moving parts out there that might prevent you from overcoming and, and reaching whatever type of success you're out for. Sometimes it's not even, you don't even really know. You mentioned that just now, like for these calls. I really don't have a game plan. I have some, I know what you're about. I know who you are. I've had some notes, like snippets of a bio, but I really don't know. I would just, just let the conversation just be fluent and yeah. hope the listeners understand that it's not what you're saying. It's what they feel when you're saying it. If they actually apply the, the right techniques in the systems yeah. i mean how much do you think it's about what you're exposed to when it defined you
2: yeah i think there's a lot of it there you, you need to visit i love the statement a smooth sea makes not a skilled sailor
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and it's this yeah. thing where a lot of people i'm a very um nurture kind of guy i think there's a nature to some of us right we're just certain ways but i'm like it's got to be nurture because if you look at all like these old kids that are you know, I don't know, pounding the pavement in India or Africa, like they're different <laughs> than my kids. They're just a different breed, you know, like they will come out and they will smooth talk and charismatically get with it. Cause they got to survive. Right. That's how they're right. eat today. Whereas my kids don't have that. And so people are like, Oh, it's just a matter of nature and nurse. I'm like, no, this is a nurture thing. You, know, you need to be exposed to situations that force you to have to navigate uh, just life in ways that you never knew were necessary. Right. When you mm-hmm. do that, you, you gather these little tools, And my, my thing is I had a crazy childhood, but at this point in my life, I'm thankful for it. And the reason Mm -hmm. is I have these things in my adult life that are problems that arise, they arise for everybody else. It could be financial problems, you know, relationship problems, could be work problems, whatever it is, the problems arise. The difference is some people are not as strong as I am because they didn't have the strength being built. Exactly. So when things fall apart up here, there's more responsibility here, which means you have more to lose. Mm-hmm. So for me, because I dealt with crazy up here, it's like, oh well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: no, I've been here before. I got this. Yeah. But you, yeah, it's gonna it? suck momentarily. It's gonna suck for a short period of time for me yeah. going in and, and fixing it. But you you already have that skill set, you have that experience. And as you yeah. know, I'm probably a military I was a, I was a sailor. So yeah. I understand that statement and that quote perfectly because yeah. it's true. I mean, you are not yeah. gonna be able to understand the the steps and the method that you need to take because everybody's different, every single person. Mm-hmm. How much does that apply to understanding that experience is more important than sometimes his substance?
2: It tons. It's tons. Because the thing is, is you're going to have different experiences that have different um, okay. called manipulatable aspects to it. But mm-hmm. if I don't know how to manipulate things and I don't know how to succeed, so I may go into a situation that's, that's vastly different than another one. Well, there's the tool and then there's the, the person who knows how to use the tool. It's, it's, right. I call it tool technique technician. Uh, and if you go into a situation that has minimal tools, but you have a phenomenal technician, I'm, I'm a guy for the damn thing. Like, I'll figure a way to make this work, <laughs> Duct tape.
0: Right? Yeah. It's a
2: different like, person.
0: Give me, give me a duct tape and a corkscrew. I got it.
2: Give me a corkscrew. I, I need a quill of a, of a goose, like, and I'll make it work. You know, like, you just, and so you make these things work. And like, that's, that's, I'm a guy for life. I find weird little ways that nobody else sound like that, right? whereas some people are like i specifically need a hammer and a chisel like no i, I don't yeah. you know i'll find a way to make it work and so there is a couple of ones i think you over life you will get some different skill sets and don't get me wrong there's times i go in areas and i got no tools for certain stuff like i don't know how to deal with that but even without the tool i'll be like where do i find the tool mm-hmm. how do i get that who do i ask like so it's a different persona i have and, and that person was built through all the hardships
0: yeah resources that lack of resources in life, yeah. and you got lack of resource, and, and adversity introduces a, the real person to yourself if you're willing yeah. to go through that pain. And yeah, it Wes, I mean, you probably don't know this about Wes, but Wes's story, and I think that's where all three of us, as a collective, as a unit, would understand all the bad things that all the, the struggles that we had overcoming and getting us where we are today. Wes yeah. comes from a different part of the world, and Wes. And this is my question to you, and kind of like relating it to Anthony and to the listeners coming from a third world country and coming over to america and the people having all the things that we have at our disposal in america right yep. and all the all the great opportunities talk to me a little bit about that
1: yeah absolutely i mean that yeah going from having well essentially nothing right to no matter i don't care who you are if you're coming to america you still have access to things right and so i i saw two people in my surroundings in my environment i saw the ones who take advantage Uh, you know, and there's the ones who take things for granted. And then there's those who, who kept that survival instinct and say, I have to, you know, I have to make this work. And so, you know, I came more from the side of, Hey, you got to make this work, right? You have to, you do what it takes to survive, which also ingrained certain bad behaviors when it came to myself as well. Right. Because that survival instinct is over there. So lack of trust, things along those lines, but it also, but what it did do for me is, it allowed me to have that mentality where it's like, no matter what it is, I will figure out a way to make it happen, Mm -hmm. right? And so that I can go into any situation and I may or may not know how to solve that situation, just like you're saying, Anthony. I may not know how to actually solve or what it's going to look like, but I will work through it no matter what. I'll figure out a way to be resourceful enough to make it happen. So one, and that actually plays back to our clients, right? In the same way that when we start working with our clients on the sales side, we're trying to help them kind of figure out that same type of mentality and take mm-hmm. on that same type of mentality. So with you, Anthony, and your clients, how much are you digging into their past and their experiences to try to figure out how you can help them navigate those waters and, and become that person?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I don't go much in the past, but the, the, the past comes to the present. Yeah. So I'm not like the. Uh, well, how was your childhood? How come you can't seem to to get up and and write your journaling because of your kids? You know, like it was just like that's a different depth for me. But we're all programmed like as uh, as humans like around that like ten to sixteen year old age, and we don't even know what's going on. We just we're seeing what we believe is about how money should work, and relationships work, and education mm. should work, and what what money and and life really is, and what a career is, and so we're we're being programmed. And then what happens is that programming forces us then operate a certain way, like a computer in our real world. And then you just, you run off of that. Like it's how you run your life. And right. some people, they get to a point of like they learn to reprogram themselves, not intentionally they just things happen. I lose the job. I'm forced to figure that portion out or I can't find out my relationship keeps breaking. And so what happens is if you look back at that age, 10 to 16, that was an unintentional programming. I didn't do it because I wanted that. that I, I just, I, my environment told me this is what's right. Like, think culturally. There's people that like you go to their culture and you do things and look at you like, why did you just, what's going on? They don't fathom. Yeah,
0: they can't There's understand way it. Of
2: doing thing. So for me, what I look at in my work is I'm usually looking at somebody who when they start telling me excuses or reasons or aspirations, it does come from their past programming. What we do in my work is I go in and point out to them, hey, this is how, how your computer's running. See this mm-hmm. right here? Your RAM sucks. Like, you're not, you know, you're not getting that done. Like, you need, you need some more data. You need to download some more things and upload something different based on where you want to go. So, we then intentionally program who I want you to be, like, or who you want you to be. It's ideal identity, we call it. So, I see it show up. Everybody, if you were to stop and look at your life, you'd see it. But we don't want to typically see it because that means like no, you're oh, going
0: you're, you're to mask it or try to hide it from the world, suppress it. And Man. then people get embarrassed. It, that's the one thing that people do not want to happen is be humiliated. Mm-mm. I mean, you look at the way yeah. the culture is right now. I mean, people yeah. are searching for the likes and the shares and all the other stuff with social media, and they're looking for yeah. that type of gratification.
2: Yeah. I get people what? every day in my inbox. Can you share my stuff? Can I get some followers?
0: Oh man, 1, followers. all the time. Like, yeah. What's going on with you, man? I don't know. Let's do with that. Well, my question is if I entertain it, if I do respond and it's usually my team responding sometimes, but sometimes if I see something like that, I try to help them just by yeah. nature. <laughs> like, like, why? Yeah. Why do you think they that you need to, to have all these likes? And what I've would that asked. do for your life?
2: I've asked. They don't. They. They. they I wanna well, You don't get it. Like, all right. It's like, like, it's it. like they, they. don't want to listen. They only want to get what they want to get. All like right, it. bud.
0: All right, man. Take care. Have a good one. Yeah. What if the? What if they go away? Because there are. So it's not really going to help you out. The methods that you use. Can you t- shine a light on that? Like, what are yeah. some of the the techniques and the methods, or maybe just a format a framework? on how you go through the stages with your clients? Uh,
2: so I'll give, you a, I'll give you two that I think will be very helpful here. So the first thing is, uh, is figuring out where you're at. and there's, there's what's called a slower go identity. So you can't chart a path without knowing where you're starting and then where did you want to go?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> so the first one I look at is called the slower go identity. And essentially there's always opportunity and opposition in our lives. No matter who we are, where it's at, like we got an opportunity and opposition, even if it's just relative to us, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is in opportunity or opposition, I either go, like I go after it or I slow down. Right. So if you think about it, they always are merged together. So what I look at is if I am a person that goes slow in opportunity, which means I don't attack it, I don't go after it and it passes me by, or I go slow in opposition, which means when things happen, I get scared. I tuck away mm-hmm. investors. Like I live a pretty dormant, dark life. Those are the people who are like, why is everything always horrible? Because you just <laughs> you don't right. go after opportunity and you're always scared of everything. Then if you, if you look at it, there's always what's called a, a, a merging together too, but I always read it from, from the opportunity than uh, opposition. So if you look at it as opportunity, you can go slow In opportunity, you can go in opposition. What that looks like is I don't go after do opportunities, but I tackle problems, right? So those are the people that have built this cathedral of life. Like this is my life. And they don't want to try new things because it might expose them to something where they can do poorly and makes them look bad. This is the undefeated boxer who won't take that next fight because I might lose it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: if somebody wants to challenge who they are, hey, shut up, no, I, I'm this, and they protect that, that little thing they got. So the problem is they can build something, but at some point it dies, it stays stagnant, they protect what they've got, and, and they limit themselves from all the great stuff could be there. Then you got someone who is a go slow. goes an opportunity, goes slow in opposition. This is a person that says, I'm tackling that problem. Yes, I got this. The second a problem arises, Whomp, they shut yep. down and they exactly. try to go after the, it's the shiny object syndrome like mm-hmm. this is gonna be great i'm gonna do this the next best thing and then <laughs> oh this sucks and i'm gonna do this is the next best thing and then oh and they never end up they got a bunch of half-built houses so then mm-hmm. they start thinking like i suck i can't even build a house well you could have if you just stayed at that house past the storm right then you got people that are go-go and the go-go people those are the ones that i like that's that's who i am we go with opportunity and I mm-hmm. do go an opportunity because I know in opposition I win. Like I'll still tack it and I'll go hard. So like I'm, I'm open to try anything because I know I'm gonna stay the course when it comes time and I succeed. But even in a go-go, there's different levels. And right. what I've found is, is people, it's like five levels. And the first one's walking, which is someone's like, I'm a go-go, I go after stuff. But if we're traveling across country to get to this thing that's a golden pot of information, if I'm walking there, it's gonna take forever. and I'm probably gonna die along the way. This is a person who is self-made. Only me. I don't need help. Nobody helped me. I got this right. take It take forever, man. And you're self-powered. Then you get a person who's, who's riding, you can ride a skateboard, ride a bike. It's like a little bit outside of self power. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to possibly read like a book. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm going to like, you'll get a little information, but it's like still only me. I'm not going to talk to anybody else. I'm going to get this this. It's just me. They'll get there, take longer and they're going to get beat up along the way. Then you got someone who drives the drivers are unique because the drivers are people that say, look, I know I need some power outside of myself right a little bit of a little bit of information that i could make this investment so they'll make minimal investment so they'll get like the online course or they'll go to a, a seminar or something right they're going to get a little bit of power outside of them then go a little bit faster but they're still like they're not really taking that big investment those are the people get there but again it's going to take a while then you got the pilots the pilots mm-hmm. the dope ones i like a pilot i'm a pilot i would believe myself this is the person that says look uh, and here's the thing when you're driving also a lot of stop signs a lot of roadblocks, a lot of things <laughs> right. that hang you up I'm driving because I don't have the outside source. The pilot, man, I invest in coaches and masterminds that I got insight. I'm, ba- I'm back and forth having conversations. So what happens, I'm getting the power outside of myself because I got this extra help. I'm above it all and I got no right. stop signs. I'm I'm flying. Something pops up,
0: I make a turn, but I'm still going, right? That's those, that's those why it's important to become better, 1% better every day because this Every single day, it doesn't stop. It's the same. I mean, Wes is probably ears are going to start bleeding because he's heard me say that for over four years now. <laughs> so every day, I want to focus yeah. on becoming one percent better every day. Yeah, and, and then I'm able music. to make the proper adjustments when things don't work out. Yeah, some days on are on the flight. Yeah, some days are worse. You mm-hmm. know, some days I might like, it's not going to really work out. I'm like, did I go back to the drawing board, working out my task and having a game yeah. plan before I walk and wake up the next morning? So right when I wake up, I know exactly what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. And then, then you just move through and that's a different kind of investment, different. I mean, think about the difference between driving and flying different investment of time and money. The fifth one, the last one is the astronaut, Mm -hmm. which is above it all. These are your Elon Musk. This is like the rock, Kevin Hart, Oprah. These are people that are like, they're so far above it all that they like you're trying to go across country. They're like, yeah, you could do that. I'm going across the world. They see things different. And I'm not even gonna say I'm up there. I'm definitely not up there yet, obviously. The idea is like, if you grasp who you are, it'll give you clarity on what you need to do to actually get to that next level for yourself. It's ownership. Like, where am I at? Am I really walking? Am I driving? Am I a pilot yet? Like what, if you can be honest, like, yeah, I'm not doing that. It'll tell you where to go. And then the other woman that comes to operation, right? There's a lot of ways. I got a bunch of frameworks I work people through. But for me, I think the, the biggest thing you need to look at is how do you daily, like, how do you operate? And there's what's called the life mastery loop. And it's kind of this loop we're always running on. Everybody's always running this. This is not something I it's like I think about, like maybe you can shift this. This is going right now for me and everybody, right? And what it is is you have this certain identity of who you are. Like if I ask, hey, who are you? You tell me who you are, which leads to you having certain beliefs that run all day about how strong, how capable, how like what's what's available in the world to you. Those beliefs lead to you having thoughts, the constant daily thoughts of what am I doing? What am I thinking? Am I good? Am I not? which leads to feelings. I think a certain way, I feel a certain way. The mm-hmm. feelings drive our actions. I not yes. who you are. If you feel like joyous, you have joyous actions. You feel like, like sunken, like I don't feel like doing anything, it's like more actions. Those actions, they create your outcomes. What do you right. have, more money, you whatever it creates the outcome. The outcome tells you about your environment. If the outcome creates more income for me, I got a whole, man, I got like a nice house, look it. Or if you have a successful action that you win, you feel good, like internal environment mm-hmm. is amazing the outcome and that environment creates your identity it keeps re it's it's a a, a loop it's a self-perpetuating loop for a lot of people they're struggling they don't think they're that great their beliefs suck they have crappy thoughts which means they have bad emotions they just i suck take half-hearted actions get half-hearted outcomes and they just keep re like look at my house it sucks i'm horrible i suck Mm -hmm. and so you have to reprogram this and the way you do it is entering in a one area the only area you can make an adjustment between the emotions and the actions the right. actions change your life that's what we're talking about now it's the daily little things you do right but the problem is if you don't take the bold action you never change the outcome the environment anything but a lot of people are like well, i don't i don't know and then they try it and it sucks what you got to do like think about when we were kids somewhere somebody like you were that kid that had a cliff of, to jump off into the water and you're like oh i can't do that
0: no i'm not gonna yeah. that. Oh, i was no. the crazy kid that jumped off
2: right <laughs> and, and so was i and I, was all I was nuts i was nuts. And when you do it, like all of a sudden you didn't have the feeling of wanting to do it, but you just, whoa, and you jumped off mm-hmm. and all of a sudden splashed. And it's like, oh, this is amazing. And now you're doing backflips and, you know, twisty circles mm-hmm. and banana squirrels. I don't know what things are. And what happens is that action that you took that was bold against the emotional feeling you had created a new outcome, which had a different environment, loosened the dirt of the identity, kind of gave you possible different beliefs. And I could think mm-hmm. differently and I get different emotion. Now the wheel spins, the uphill we'll call it. So for a lot of people who are like, how do I make this change? When you grasp that process, now you should understand why you're taking that action against your, your natural thought. It's I call it your secret self. Got him. Todd Herman calls it your alter ego.
0: Essentially. Mm
2: -hmm. It's like you have to activate that person that is inside of you. That's almost like you shut down the you that's always, you know, thinking and processing. What if shut that person down, send your secret self onto the field and let them do what they do. Let it go. Like, let I, was, I watched a, go.
0: a Hall of Fame speech of Brian Dawkins. I mean, as you know, I went to Clemson. Yeah. So it was um, Brian Dawkins. He would he just had that persona, the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And so he would get on the field and turn him walk, go in through the tunnel and turn himself into another machine mm-hmm. and another version of himself. And then right when those lights went off, he went back to normal. Yeah. He's normally quiet, timid. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, yeah. oh, he's just a really nice guy. So
2: yeah. yeah, Troy the same way. Right, just turn it on
0: turn it on turn it off i west how much do you hear me talk about that turning it on turn it off because that light comes on you got to move
1: right absolutely and that you know that's that's actually a really key part of it as well because Mm -hmm. also going kind of with what anthony was saying was you know like we're we're all at some point in in places where we're uncomfortable doing something right or we're afraid or whatever it Mm -hmm. may be and you develop that mentality where you you go against the grain it's like if i feel like this that means i'm gonna go if if my feeling tells me to go right, that means I'm going left. Right. Because I don't want it to get in my way. And so how how do you, Anthony, help someone adopt that mentality to where it's like you, you gotta check yourself and then if yourself is telling you to go survive or go negative, you gotta go the other way.
2: Yeah, you, you don't operate off of feeling It's the first thing. I never I, I don't I don't personally operate off of feeling. I have feelings. They're there, right? Of course they but are. I have a, a very specific structure of like I spend time thinking about who do I want to be? And I I literally, I call it architecting my ideal identity. And there's six core drivers. There's beliefs, thoughts, actions, and there's habit, mindset, and your personal ego. And the thing is, is all of these are, are structural. You can think about like, what are my beliefs? What thoughts do I want to have? What are the habits I need? What are the big actions I must take? Who do I want to confidently feel like I am? What kind of mindset do I want to adopt? Which is your slower go aspect. And what I look at is like, I don't have to wake up in the morning and think about uh, you know, do I do this? Should I, it's just, this is what this guy does. Right. Literally what it is. I, I never heard like the whole, um, decision-making like tank that, that, theory of like, if I make too many choices, yes, my yes, brain yes. just yeah. depletes. so think about this. If I get up in the morning and I know there's certain actions that are supposed to be taken for me to succeed. It's, they have to be done. If I get up in the morning, I'm like, man, should I get that workout? Should I get in that podcast right. in the morning? Can I just postpone it? Should I, uh, should I write the email? Should I make that sales right. call? should i should i should i well by 12 o'clock I'm, my tank is empty and i got mm-hmm. i got nothing left and i start binge watching tv i right I'm the scroll on social you but start going and going
0: have... in a negative cycle like oh, how much dang. is that how much how much do you think and, and i for myself and i mean i'm not perfect i mean everyone falls into like i should call what they call it a rut fall into yeah, a negative man. routine and getting to getting into a situation how much mm-hmm. is, How many times it potentially if you've had ran into those type tough situations with yourself with like getting out of a routine?
2: Oh man, they happen a lot. I think the unique thing is on the other hand of what I just described, like I don't have to make choices.
0: Right. There it is.
2: There it is. Right. I get up and like so you're you're choosing, should I get the workout? It's it's in me. It's who I am to get the workout. So I'm by 12 o'clock where your decision making tank is gone. My I'm still like 90%, bro. Cause right. I, that's just what I do. So now I get, I get that six to eight more hours of work. So by the end of the year, I've got like a whole extra year on you. So there, there's a, there's a separation. Mm-hmm. So do I get into ruts? Hell yeah. Dude, before this podcast, I was like, I was up till two and on the couch, the family we we're talking about. And I'm like, I really don't want to get up. It's just not who I am to not do it. Right. Way. I don't have to make right. a choice. It's just like, no, that, that's what Anthony does. So I get up and this is what I do. And then I go mm-hmm. on with my, and that's just who I am. So when somebody else walks up and says, man, how do you do all of that? I shrugged my shoulders like, it's easy. What we do is what I do, I'm
0: driven by my destiny, man.
2: Like I'm- Yes, Yeah, it's not a cocky thing either. I think people are like, oh, it's cocky. Like, no, 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 it's just a confidence and that's the human being that that person is. Therefore, that's why they have this Midas touch. Everything that I touch in my head, like I'm going to succeed because of the way that I think and operate, handle problems. Like I tell people all the time, if you have a situation where somebody presents you with a problem and in within seven seconds, you don't go to, Oh, right, let's figure it out.
0: Right. Like, if <laughs> yeah. you don't,
2: like you're not cut out for this. I'm sorry, but you're just not like, yeah, problems happen and they get there, but then I can go up or I can go down. I can say it sucks, man. How do I get out of this? What am I going to do? Like, but for me, I'm like, I love puzzles. Like someone present mm. a problem. Like you just, you just, you know, this, we put this out there $20,000 is pretty much burned up. Like, damn. All right, how do, we, how do we make it back? What do we do? How, are we gonna do? Like, you know, how do we figure this thing out? Like, what, do I, how, what can I learn from this? What what I get? I'm not gonna be like, man, what do I, what? like, cause then you do nothing out of it. And so for me, it's like, there's a different mentality of who I am. So when I get into a rut, I don't even stay in a rut very long. I'm mm-hmm. genuinely happy because my life, I've been in ruts. I've navigated those things. Right. This, the smooth sea wasn't my norm. The rough sea is therefore like, I'm gonna traverse this just fine. So where you might get shut down, I light up
0: reverse engineering. That is by, is, do you study the most successful people out there when you were very first getting started, like learning the methods and executing? You know
2: what's, it's funny as I, so part of the uh, the process we do is we do like research other identities, not the mm-hmm. entire human, but what part of that identity. And and I didn't know I was doing it as a kid, but everybody asks like, who are your mentors? I never had direct mentors. I had coaches, like people that coach, but there's some people I watched and it's interesting when I watch things nowadays, I'm not watching what they did. Like I'm, for example, I'm watching this um, last dance by Michael Jordan. Right? Oh my or, gosh. You know, documentary. Who in right now. It's like, what- dude, it's it's on fire. I love it. And what I'm noticing, I, it's weird. I don't even catch the things he says. The, uh, like I'm loving the little, the way he pokes at people. Cause there's so much in the Gary
0: Payton thing. The iPad was yeah. hilarious. to Right.
2: Me. Or like he's sitting there, like when he, when he's making fun of people, when like they, they want to, you know, get some, some tickets. Like, it's like where somebody walks by, he said something at one point in time where he's like uh, someone something about God. And he says, he's right here, but he's like joking. But it's these little, little things that get in. I'm like, that dude has this, to be able to say that little thing he said in that mm-hmm. environment, like he got that nugget of like, you don't touch him. You're not touching me. And like, those are the things I pick up. So when I'm watching people, it's not like, oh, what time did he go to work out? It's, it's not like, you know, what was it? What kind of food did he eat? You know, what, what kind of way did he t- talk about shooting the basketball? Right, yeah. Wasn't it's about too much.
0: That. No. It, 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 it comes from him that you can't inside. Yeah.
2: It's the little things you pick up on that I think you have to be that, that kind of person to pick up on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody else will watch it and they'll get something different. But I get something that's gold because I understand mm-hmm. all the little nuances of human like connection or, or, or communication. So I see what he'll do stuff. and I look at my wife. I'm like, hey, dude, like <laughs> that dude. Is- I'm like. Yeah, He's just a different breed and it's not Mm -hmm. the, how many baskets did I score? It's everything else around it. So what happens is, and this is the ego thing that people don't grasp. Michael Jordan had this ego that was beautiful. It was an amazing ego. It wasn't the wrong one. The wrong one is I don't need help. Don't talk to me. Right? The right ego is I have this persona. This is, this is who I'm going to be, right? This is what I'm going to do. Therefore my ego will protect that persona Mm -hmm. with my actions. So for example, if I'm going to be able to say I'm the best in the world, my ego will not let me not work out and not eat and not shoot J's and not do practice. Like, so because of my ego, I have to do the extra. I yes. just have to like, like, I gotta be a great mom. I'm going to teach my kids and I'm going to help them. i when they throw up, I'm going to take up the doctors. I'm going to do that without question. I'm not thinking of, it's not a decision, it's just who I am. So I'm protecting the identity. Like when I was playing the football, my identity, great football player which means I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat the food. I'm going to read, read my playbook. I'm going to practice mm-hmm. on time. So think about that aspect is my ego is a beautiful thing, but you got to make sure it's, it's protecting the identity you want. So mm-hmm. if I don't architect what that is, what am I going to protect?
0: It's a good, it goes a little step further with your mentality with the ego part. And I'm, I'm trying to probably communicate this to the listeners. Sometimes in the mornings, I probably say to myself, whatever I'm going to focus on that day, I say to myself in that morning, but I've already accomplished it in my own head. So yeah. now it's a, it's a must for me to make that happen because I don't want to disappoint myself. That Mike, Michael Jordan piece, did you get my video, Wes, the other day? I don't, you never commented on it. I did uh, a video. Did I sent it to you on WhatsApp. Like I was watching guess. the last dance. I watched it in the morning. That's why I used to watch. I watched it in the morning just to kind of like catch up on it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I sent you a video to, with the one part where you talked about ridiculing everybody else. And has mentality oh, yeah, to yeah. Win any cost. yeah. It's, it's funny to me i going back and haven't, you know, listened and watched some of the things from Michael Jordan and forever that I was exposed to things like that watching when I was a kid. I think that's how much it, you know, maybe just comes into, you know, overcoming adversity and watching greatness. I love greatness. I never was a big Kobe Bryant fan, but I love greatness. Tom yeah. Brady, not wasn't a big Tom Brady fan. He beat my Falcons. You know, I yeah. still think about that, but you have to respect the, respect you have the, to respect the person. Yeah. for yeah. greatness side. Again. So, right. So with this um, episode and you know which I'm so grateful for for the listeners. Where can my you know listeners find more about you? Cuz I'm pretty sure they will if they don't already know you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram, man. It's a great place to find me. Anthonytrucks.com. We just got a whole new site popped up there. Uh, well, it's almost done. I think it's like a week out. Depending on whenever mm. you listen to this, but man, like that—that's uh—that's the best place to find me. And and the person that needs to find me is a person who's sitting back right now. And this is this is the basic gauge of it. Do I have what I want? And if the answer is yes, great, <clears throat> no problem, do your thing. If the answer is no, then you have to take the next step. The next step is, am I doing everything I can? Mm. That's it. If I'm doing everything I can, cool, great, stay there. But if you can honestly say that there's another level you can extract from yourself, or there's more you can apply, even if it's a better operational level, that's who comes to see me. I literally tell them, uh, I tell people, if what you want, isn't coming to you, you should be coming to me.
0: Right. That is a hundred percent. Say that again.
2: If what you want, isn't coming to you, you should be coming to me.
0: Right, Cause no one's coming to save you. No one. No. There's not a person in this world or thing. that's just going to miraculously just pop up at the right time.
2: Oh man, you got to work for it, but you got to know what you're doing. So I I have a really cool process of extracting, architecting, all the stuff I'm talking about. We do this. This Mm -hmm. isn't me just like, here's a concept, like it's a book you could write. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is a legitimate process we walk through. And what's cool is the way that I look at it is we need as human beings to make these transformations, we'll call it, like to to shift that person. You have to have actions that you take that puts you in a position to be stressed, to find out who you are, to learn what you got to learn, like Mm -hmm. to tell yourself like, I'm not good at that. Let me go do this. So what I do is I need those moments, which means I need actions. So I choose actions that help people build coaching businesses and speaking Mm -hmm. businesses. So if someone's a coach or a speaker, like that's my world. Like I give you the foundational pieces to build that. Yes. You can go find some that will teach you, you know, copywriting skills and funnel building. Like that's all good and well, but you probably already got that stuff and you're just not using it. So Mm -hmm. for me, like I teach you how to be that person that that can do that. And I have a process I build. So we're, we're kind of simultaneously, I call it. Right. making you that human being that, that has everything you want. And it's happening internally as it happens externally. Cause I love the statement. You cannot grow your business farther than you've grown yourself. Right. A lot of people don't know what that looks like. So it, I show you what that looks like.
0: Right. And helping them visual, visualize and being a little bit more self-aware and begin yeah. to be honest with yourself. I mean, how, how much does that play into the vulnerable vulnerability side? with your clients, Uh, you think?
2: Yeah. Well, they'll be vulnerable with me because I'm in a position that they'll listen, right? So it's because of what I've achieved. But it's different when you can do it with the world. It's a different kind of freedom. Mm -hmm. I think it takes time to get there for a lot of people uh, because they don't know what to be vulnerable with. That's the thing is we know what it it conceptually is. But like, should I tell everybody about like when I wet the bed as a kid or should I tell them about like Mm -hmm. where you go? Right. And so for me, I think vulnerability when it comes to aiding your business, it starts first with yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. like I got to own up, like be vulnerable. Like, dude, you need, like I, I ruined my marriage. I literally had a situation. I divorced my ex-wife and then I remarried my ex-wife. We had a conversation about that. Yeah, we did. We were yeah. happily married. There was a lot of vulnerable shares internally with Anthony of realizing like, dude, you were a crappy husband, man. Mm-hmm. You weren't there. You didn't show up. You made excuses. You, you, you made promises. You didn't, you didn't actually cover. So a lot of things that Anthony did. And so for me, like it started me being vulnerable with me. Now, the decision that I have to be a coach and a speaker, if I'm going to connect with somebody's life that's sitting in that audience right there, I can't go with them like, you gotta be great. Like, that nobody cares. Like, yeah, okay, gotta be great. And I can watch right. a YouTube video for that, right? If they're gonna connect with me, I gotta go to the root of them with, as a human. There's They're also dealing with things they feel like, like I was a foster kid feeling less than, mm-hmm. um, or I, I lost my football career, feel like I lost a huge piece of me, the identity crisis we run into. Right. So I have to be vulnerable and share these things not because I want you to say, oh, whoa well, is Anthony? You're okay, bud, I, I, don't, I don't need that. Like as a human, I don't, but what I need is for you to connect with me so you'll listen to me and realize like, right. I get you, I get your heart, I get what you're going through, so let me help you, right? So if your duty is to help and to serve somebody, you first have to be vulnerable so they get that you're the person to serve them.
0: Right, and that was the first conversation that we had, and thank you so much for sharing that. When you remarrying your wife, and going through and that's a hard conversations you mentioned and not to get too personal we can go as further we can go with this what made an impact with myself is what i was going through in my life i think the universe i don't know how this happens and god's he's he's up there just sometimes just playing a playing a game with me i think but brings you to people by some of the choices and decisions you make and he brings the right people there if you're vulnerable enough and clear enough, clear-minded enough to be able to pay attention to it. So when I saw your video, something completely different, but then when we had a conversation, we got down to the core. Would you say that it's one of your gifts of being able to get to the core and break through the layers with people pretty quickly?
2: Yeah, you'd be surprised. It's really a weird thing. I had a, a woman mm-hmm. that, that for four years, she wanted to talk about her, she had an affair, wanted to talk about it, but didn't know how to talk to her husband about talking about it. within like Literally, we were together in like a free challenge I put on for in a couple of weeks within 12 days the conversation had been had she'd been trying to have for four years she's like the, the, the she's like the depth of our conversation now five days later is, is so much different than what it was and she's like no one's ever got me to even share it she's like i don't even right. know what i told you right let alone what made me like do this and i think the biggest like i talked about the biggest thing is because i am capable of openly sharing the things that i've experienced from a place of not like what was me but like hey I feel you like i have been there. Yeah. I'm, I'm providing like this light of like, oh, it's possible. And, and this guy gives me a space to share. And I think there are some like, like you said, God, I'm a big believer in God. And I believe that I was given some weird traits <clears throat> that allow me to be mm-hmm. me and put me in a position where people listen. The NFL, all that kind of fun stuff makes men listen to me. They're not like in a sense of like, listen to me, but like, they'll just listen to me
0: right. talk. They're more because inclined I, to listen to you because they, they, they see how hard it is to accomplish that, something like yeah.
2: that. Yeah, and then like business, like, I can talk in a certain way. Women, they'll listen to me because I, I have a family, and so I'm mm-hmm. not going to be the guy trying to get you in the DM. So like I have this pedestal, I guess, right. that, that was weirdly given to me. I'm also a 240-pound, like six-foot-one black guy. I'm just kind of hard so, not to notice
0: you walk you know into know a mean? room. You know I mean a pretty big so presence.
2: Like, and then I'm a happy guy, so it's this mm-hmm. offsetting. It's, like a, it's a pattern interrupt, I'm told. And so because of that, because this big, what would be supposedly strong guy shares my place of confidence, it gives people this like sense of like protection in a space that they can open up. And like I, in my groups, I'm real big. I'm like, you don't get to say anything or you're gone. Like, don't be harping. Don't be bothering nobody, don't be chirping. So if you say something I'm like that, right, you're gone. Right. And so right. people, they open up. And, and I think in the, in the private conversations, I'm very curious and I'm never mm-hmm. judgmental. And what people don't grasp is the very first time that somebody shares something that they've they uh, been a little vulnerable, you may not even know it. But if you are in any way judgy, make a joke, whatever it is, it right. shuts them down. They don't. The rest of the conversation, they're never going to say anything else to you. So mm-hmm. my, I guess, skill is in the middle of them talking, I can sense when they just told me something that's hard to tell me.
0: Bingo. So I share my
2: thing, they share their thing. I sense it. I'm like, man, I feel you. So I can I can lean in with them and they're like, oh, this, he didn't shut me down. Like, oh, what if I tell him the next thing and the next mm-hmm. day, the next day, next I know I'm at a grocery store hearing about your whole life. You know, like this is weird or something. I've had, I've had Craigslist transactions that have lasted like an hour. Like I've went to Craigslist, you know, we, they bought something from me. We're just chatting and talking. Next said, no. I know about their entire life and they had these things happen as a kid. And <laughs> like, like, how
0: did I tell you this? I'm like, I don't know. We're just having a Like, I don't know. Like, the, <laughs> we see this a lot. And what we do is because when you have a high emotional intelligence, people are aren't going to understand that You're not a threat and they're gonna feel that. let's talk yeah. about that emotional intelligence piece. And you probably mm-hmm. see the similarities in a lot of the framework of what Anthony does and this beautiful message. I hope yeah. the listeners are yeah. really grasping this. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I and mean, we
1: talk about that so much too, like when especially when you're taking your first your first interaction with your client, especially your mm-hmm. prospect. And it's just having that emotional intelligence to understand you know, what, what they're saying and why they're saying it to you and what they're not saying to you mm-hmm. with the words that they're using, you know, and then being able to create that safe environment, that judgment free zone, not to sound like planet fitness, but like that, you know, that so where they they know that it's a safe place, a safe environment yeah. that, that they can absolutely share and be vulnerable with you. But I love the, I love the piece where you talked about, you know, the fact that you, you being vulnerable allows them to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and that takes a lot, especially I feel like for males, uh, to be able to, to look past their ego and, and drop that and, and actually get
0: vulnerable with somebody. So I, it's a beautiful message.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It's necessary, man. Any
0: last <laughs> words for like the listeners to really understand really who you are? Like two to three sentences. If you two can make sentences. an impact with one person, like one person listening to this that really needs to hear, what message would you want to deliver?
2: Um, there's a lot of messages. For me, I've, I've always had this this thought that I am one shift away from having everything I want in life. It's, it's, it's shifting those, those core drivers I talked about and, and I just got to be aware of it in the moment as best I can and right. that comes from also like forgiving yourself from whatever crazy happened in the past even if it was just a lack of action but man like you're just one shift away make a choice it's going to be hard make that shift and it, it turns into a whole new trajectory like if I was trying to go <laughs> from here to, to where, you got, where you're at in London if I was literally to make a one degree shift in the trajectory like in the flight plan I'd end up in like probably Africa. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. so make that shift. And I promise you'll end up in a vastly different
0: destination. Such a beautiful message. I really resonate with that because there's a lot of poor choices, poor decisions. uh, Potentially if I've made over the years, Mm -hmm. it's made a a major shift. I mean, when you're focusing on, you know, course in business, you may start making seven, eight figures, you're going into those types of levels. You never made that type of money before. That's why it's important to be a, be in line of who you are in your character and your mm-hmm. core values and made poor decisions. And you have to live in those repercussions to be honest and open with yourself and being vulnerable. But forgiveness is the first step. I would agree. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to forgive yourself and then you can be able to be open to, okay, I know what happened. I know how to fix it. And that's where the hard work comes in. Mm-hmm. That's where the hard work really takes place is being completely honest with yourself. Like, man... It is what it is. We got here. We're gonna get here. We're, here's where we're going to go now. And now yeah. have a plan. So that's that's a very motivating factor for a lot of listeners. I think that they would understand that is even where you ever are, are in life, if you're not happy, if you're not getting the things you need, it's okay. You know it's okay for you to understand it now. The first step's already there. Now forgive yeah. yourself from getting yourself in that situation. Let's wrap this up. This is a beautiful episode for the listeners. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, Anthony, thank you so much for being on, and I, yeah. you know, I hope people really take away all the—I don't even want to call them nuggets—all the 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 amazing messages inside of you know this episode. And and yeah, if, if you're if you're someone who you you know you want to get to where you want to go and you don't exactly know how to get there, reach out to Anthony and look him up because he's the guy to help you.
0: Right. Just moving that needle just one little piece. Um, you said something, something on one of your—I think it was on your website or something—I've seen. This is like that needle mover, just moving it, just a needle, that 1%, yeah. you can be very selfish. Anthony, I really appreciate it. I look forward to being on your um, podcast here soon as yeah, well. Man. So, yeah. But um, it's, it's a beautiful weekend. Enjoy it with your family. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that people can really start understanding in those identity gaps. So mm-hmm. I appreciate everything you've done in your career. And I wish you nothing but more success in the future.
2: Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys having me on, seriously.
0: This is my pleasure. I appreciate everybody listening in and all the way to the end. If you need anything else from us, please feel free to reach out to Anthony and Anthony Trucks. Um, his is a handle. If you're following us on social media, you won't be too hard to find. But keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Y'all take care.